come stop and take a trip down on my block where you see hidden potential young minds sharper than Ginsu and ain't afraid to speak they mind if they got something against you we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from Dutchtown to south side from Penrose to north side from Benton Park to Old North to West End to West Side we bless when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up this is stitch cast studio produced by st louis story stitchers in st louis missouri in this episode our youth have a conversation about transitioning into adulthood with our special guests hassan sharif and chester deans they say who that but you already knew that that beat them story stitches story stitches story stitches story stitches story stitches. hello everybody thank you once again for joining in to stitch cast i am your host brandon lewis and we are joined by several members of our stitch cast now today we want to talk about transitioning into adulthood but we'd like to make this an intergenerational conversation we'd love to hear from generations that come after us as well as generations that came before us to hear how things were different, what type of challenges you may have had within uh, transitioning into adulthood and challenges you might still be facing. That being said, uh, our first guest, Brother Hassan, far from a stranger with Story Stitch, has always been a great supporter since we met him. Thank you so much for being here, Brother Hassan. And we also have Mr. Chester A. Deans comes from Fathers United to raise awareness. Um, I want to thank you so much for being here as well. Uh, we can start with the term adulthood. When y'all use the term adulthood, what do you describe? How would you describe what adulthood is? Accountability. Mm. I feel that. For me, I describe it as responsibility. Because, you know, once you get in adulthood, you have more responsibilities. I mean, I know firsthand because I'm growing up now. And I'm getting more responsibilities. I'm like, I pay for everything. I'm gonna make me pay, open up, uh, getting a job, and just worrying about my future, going to college and everything. So yeah, I say responsibility. Got you. You 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 17? Yeah, I'm 17. All right. So do you do you feel do you feel like you're being prepared for uh, adulthood? How you, how you how do you feel? Do you feel prepared or like at least that you're being prepared for it? Yeah, my mom is and dad, they're real big on preparing. Like I said, um, making me pay for things and like just like dealing with school, they helping me out with that and like teaching me how to do my own research and everything and just how to do things. Like in this in a few we're gonna start up building my credit already. So yeah. Is there anything that you nervous about transitioning into adulthood? Uh, paying the bills, that's it. That's that's a real one. They get real, boy. They definitely get real. You already stepped ahead of the game, so it's it's just gonna be natural, you know. Right. And it's way easier when you have savings and when you have a job, like way easier. Straight discipline, like to make sure you got your bills straight. You know, you have to go out get this money. You have to go out save this money. You gotta go out for that monthly fee. I feel that. Who else? A man is a person that provides and protects his family and, and looks out for his family before he comes out in the community and start advocating change in the community. You can't right. change nobody but yourself. When you talk about responsibility, consistency, and commitment, these are the things that we deal with on a daily basis. 
Stop telling people what you're going to do for them and you ain't doing it for yourself. Why would I believe you're going to do something for me? You ain't doing it for yourself. You have to take yep, care of your family. That's you can't take care of nobody yeah. else unless you take care of yourself, brother. You gotta put yourself and in I ain't position. trying to teach, I ain't trying to preach. It ain't about me. It's about us working together. We is a powerful word, not me. I kind of want to piggyback off what you all are saying, you know, especially what you just said, Hassan, about the word we is more powerful than me. I was actually talking about that earlier, which is funny, um, <laughs> about how Story Stitchers, you know, shows us the severity and the importance of being a collective um, and I also think that that is a part of adulthood it's just realizing that it's not a it's not about you you know it's like maturing and understanding that there's there's something bigger than you know just being selfish you know when you when you start to become an adult see that you know even your purpose or your calling you know what I'm saying is to help others and to do for others, you know, and not just for selfish gain. So yeah. It's good. Oh, me. I don't know, man. Y'all jumped around with the question. Those are some very, very good questions. But I think it still it relies on our, you know, our fathers. I have to look at my father. My father wasn't in my life. So my mother did the best she could when she was bringing me up in the projects in Detroit. So, but my stepfather, that wasn't my biological father, but my mother did the best she could because my stepfather, he provided for us. He went to work at Chrysler, worked 15, 14, 15 hour shifts, six days a week. So a lot of times it's just me and moms at home, going to the stores, catching the bus in Detroit. You know, dudes trying to steal a purse and things like that. And I was always told by my grandfather, watch your mother, you know, so these are the things that me and Chester Deans, we've been together for over 25, almost close to 30 years. I love Chester Deans. This is my brother. And he taught me a lot. From my experience, young people, you all, or shall we say, uh, bombarded with so many things. And they're coming at you left, right, front, and back. It's a lot of questions that I say a lot of you want to ask, but they be afraid to ask. For me, I I could say from like my experience, I was afraid to ask some questions. Not even afraid to ask the person, like afraid to ask questions around my peers. So like that's being honest. Like I know I could see other people they won't ask a question because I'm around or something like that. Like you can pick up them type of vibes when you're around certain people and you know certain things and you start being honest with yourself. Like with me, my question is like to the older generation for us young men is the time management. It's like what to do with your time. Uh, are you all familiar with Dr. Benjamin E. Maidens? No, sir. You, you all need to Google Dr. Benjamin E. Maidens. Dr. Benjamin E. Maidens, okay, was the mentor for Dr. King when he was at Morehouse. I got it, got you. Okay, now see, what I'm, what I'm doing is I'm giving you all legacy of historical people that you can go to and research. But at any rate, one of his favorite sayings was, you only have a minute and there's 60 seconds in it. Is yours to use or is yours to lose? But you only have uh, that one little minute. It wasn't given to you, you didn't earn it, but is yours to use or is yours to lose? And there's that's only right. 60 seconds in it. Ooh, I'm trying. Like, that's all I gotta say. I'm trying to like make sure my timing is right and just making sure like everything's 
you know, ready for the time. But like, I'm learning. That's all I gotta say. It's like I'm learning. Sure. I got a quick question. Do you got a schedule? No, I don't have a schedule. Okay. That's so that's that's one thing. Like that's the I say like probably the first thing you should try to look at. Like look at your daily or weekly schedule, just like Monday through Friday. Just like what do you do from like going to school after you get out of school? After school activities, are you doing some activities for you? Like what you want to do after like after high school? Are you looking up colleges? Are you doing FAFSA? All of that is like very very important right now. I wish I like I took more importance on time management. Yeah, I agree with that because like I'm gonna change up my daily routine and making it fit for me like going to sleep earlier waking up earlier so i could get all my things done yeah man all of that is key you need your sleep you need time for you you like your little hobbies and then you need time for you to put in that work yeah time management is a thing a, a lot of people actually do struggle with now because for real it's a lot of different ways to just waste time you get what i'm saying and procrastinating yeah and then like being late some people just okay with being late but once you actually on time, you, you're giving yourself more time, you know, like work. Let's just say, you know, like work. So I do like 11 to 7, more than, more than likely an eight-hour shift, which means I'm going to have about, depending on what time I get home and depending on what time I have to wake up, I'm going to have about four hours to deal with. And it's either, like he was saying, go straight into my productive side, getting myself better, or just wasting time, you know, like how like how everybody is used to doing just wasting time. Either getting on the game, going to go hang with your friends, something that ain't productive. Yeah, all of that, all of that is cool and stuff like hanging out, but a lot of that can wait, man. No, no lie. Like, them friends, if they your real friends, they gonna be there once you get off work. They gonna be there once you get out your Zoom meeting. Once you down, when you not coming to the meeting, they gonna be there, hey, where you at? Like, What's going on? They gonna be there when you when you're not your best, when you're not being you, you know. So always know that, like take importance on knowing what you gotta do. Responsibility is huge. So you got to manage that. And a good man can do that. And then guess what? You gotta take time for yourself. You gotta take time. I don't know what you like to do. Maybe you are a runner, maybe you like to work on cars, maybe you like to 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 to, to go out with the young ladies, I don't know. Time management is the essence of a man being productive. Because before you know it, the night's gonna be over and what's gonna happen? The next day is gonna come, right? Yeah, the next adventure. Exactly, and you gotta be on top of it. Time management builds wealth. I'm not talking about just a job. I'm talking about maybe you got a, a family member that's got an old house that grandmother and grandfather gave to you that you all wanna keep rather than to let become blighted and sit on the block and then you turn it into money, okay? That's management of time and money and now you become a, a good steward. You got to have a plan. And then when the plan, you make a vision every day. When you get up every day, you should know what you should be doing because if not, they got something else for you to do, see? What are some things that triggered your transition into adulthood? The thing that triggered my transition was responsibility. Okay. Uh, as Hassan has already shared with you, when we came from Mississippi, my mother and father came. My father left my mother and my two brothers and sisters 
in St. Louis, okay? Mm -hmm. So he left. So my mother never downgraded my father. But she said, you know what, Chester? I need your help, okay? I'm nine, 10 years old, okay? In the Pruitt Argo at 2210 cats. See, in the Pruitt Argo, there was 26,250 people and 33 units. Imagine that now, 26,250 people. But my mother didn't believe in us being poor. So I had to transition. What I did was, but there was 11 stories. I started knocking on doors every Friday night and every Saturday and sometime on Sunday to go run errands so I can bring back money, whether it be a quarter, 75 cents, 35 cents. At the end of the day, sometime I had five, six dollars. I give my money to my mother, she take half, I keep half. That was my that was my beginning of understanding what a young man is supposed to do with the mother and also my two brothers and two sisters. But on top of that young man, mm -hmm. when I was younger, my next door neighbor, his name was Mr. Robinson at apartment 502, we lived in 500. Mr. Robinson worked at McDonald Aircraft. Mm -hmm. I later worked at McDonald Aircraft because of Mr. Robinson. And, and Mr. Robinson's son and I, Ronnie, are best friends right now. But I would walk across the hall, knock on the door, Mr. Robinson let me in, he tell me all he knew about airplanes. Later on, I went into the United States Air Force and learned how to test aircraft. That's my transition in adulthood. I didn't have to go to college for four or eight years. I had a technical skill. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's time for another Stitchcast Studio Arts Interlude. That's right, it's time to pick the city up. This week, we have a Story Stitcher's original song entitled, What's Your Why? Cause the world is so we wanna you Don't talk it, walk it, do what you wanna do I love the life I lead, on everything is fine But we don't know what do we are until we find out why For your family, for your grind For your sanity, for your mind For your city, for your Religion, new decision, 2020, see who giving Ain't no competition, we St. Louis story stitching Surviving through the system, using rhythm, saving lives Let go your ego, just be humble, homie, take advice I'ma make a good life for myself, try to help somebody else Gotta get out of this prison of poverty, get a grind, try to build some wealth I'm loving some meals, so happy I'm telling them why Ain't nobody a star, but let they be up in the sky And I gotta be useful, be fruitful and multiply the why got my city, I never gonna let them divide We fly, better catch that drip, double do zigzag, sub a boss like that, it is so rough You can join in the fan club, you can stand up, but you fall back, wait for it, blow up Everybody wanna ball like a big dog, this is it y'all, watch for the pitfall Get the squad up, let me make a quick call, I ain't running them, I walk up and get them all Be yourself, cause the world is only one of you Don't talk it, walk it, do what you wanna do I love the life I lead, on everything is fine But we don't know what do we are until we find out for your family, for your grind, for your sanity, for your mind, for your city, for your life, for your life, for your life, for your life. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, stitching words together so clever. We paint a vivid picture. 
We more than Chuck Berry, Sweetie Pies, and Red Fox. More than fitted caps and cardinal birds on your red socks. Come stop and take a trip down on my block. Where you see hidden potential, young minds sharper than Gensu. And ain't afraid to speak their mind if they got something against you. We standing with you, we tackle issues like civic pride. Hate will cease to exist, let's put our differences aside. From my side to your side, from Dutch Town to South Side, from Penrose to North Side, from Benton Park to Old. North to West End, the West Side, we bless when we step out. We stand down, rise up, stand together, wise up. Be yourself, cause the world is who we wanna do. Don't talk it, walk it, do what you wanna do. I love the life I lead, on everything is fine. But we don't know it, though we are until we find out why. For your family, for your family, for your grind, for your life, for your sanity, for your mind, for your life, for your city, for your city, for your life, for your life, for your life, for your life. Understood. I appreciate you. Uh, the next question I'd like to ask, and I'd, I'd like to hear everybody that has something to say on the subject, but I'm curious as to whether you guys feel that perseverance is something that's taught or something that you're born with. Perseverance. Perseverance. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's a good word. Yes, Boy, so, so do you know what that means? <laughs> of course. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so well, what does it mean to you? To persevere to me means to face hardship and to still be able to get through it. If you have a goal and you have obstacles in between you and that goal, to me to persevere is to not allow those obstacles to stop you from achieving that goal. That's it, that's it. But you gotta have what though in order to do that? You got to have a mental attitude of achievement, okay? Even when it happens, you have to see if everything begins with a thought. Muhammad Ali said this years ago, champions are not made in the ring or on the court. Champions are made in life. You can have all the skills, but if you don't have the will to perform the skills, ain't nothing happening. But then again, you have to get your behind up every day with your plan and that willpower and that focus, because just like Hassan said, little wee wee them gonna be out on the block. They gonna try to distract you. Or maybe your lady friend, you had an argument, but you held on to that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. When you a king, you don't let no one change your mind about who you are. You know your worth. And you persevere, okay? Because see, perseverance, that's one of the key principles of a man that becomes impacted. T.D. Jake said this a long time ago, there has to be a certain intensity of desire to empower a person to persevere. That means your desire has got to be up every day. Don't get me wrong, you're going to have some down days. But if you got that desire, that focus, that drive, that I got to get it, and you ain't gonna even, you're not gonna even be disrespectful about it. You just gonna do what Curtis Mayfield said. Keep on pushing. Don't <laughs> stop now. <laughs> yep, that's all you gotta do, man. See, see, we grew up with the real thing, man. You know, you don't stop, you know. Okay, so did that answer your question? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, and how is it how is it different than it was back then in y'all era? And how is it different to compared to now? Okay, well I'll tell you how it's different. First of all, what you all do not have is y'all don't have the community. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I could get a job in Mr. Brown's store at twelve years old rather than to be sixteen. Because Mr. Brown knew my mother or he knew my uncle. He knew the character of my mother or my uncle and he gave me a job. Mm-hmm. We don't own nothing, excuse me. We own some things, but we don't own it enough. But we don't do that. And then of course now, as Hassan has said, our community is so infested with that self-sabotaging drugs, alcohol, and all the rest that goes with it. Right. I had the same thing. But then again, you know what else I had? I had a, I had a family that went to church. <laughs> they, I mean, they went to church. I do feel yes, like, sir. I do Go feel ahead. like uh, a pride is a thing. Cause like how you saying, mm-hmm. getting help from another man. I feel like that is something that we do like and we want to do everything ourselves. You know, we got to go get it ourselves. I even heard a lot of people who at points where they feel like they don't need prayer. Like, now see, that's what you call false pride, though. Right. Guess what? Guess what? You only just a vessel. I've lived some of my best years, but the good Lord willing, and I will have some more years. But I don't get caught up in that pride because pride comes before your fall. Mm-hmm. You'll fall down if you stuck on your pride. And then you when you say prayer, when you say prayer, prayer, prayer is good, but sometimes just a meditation. Well, are you an athlete? Are you an athlete? Used to be. Okay. Well, I, I'm an ex 10,000 meter runner. I don't mm-hmm. run six and seven miles anymore, but I do two, three, and four. And so okay. when I'm at, when I'm outside Zion, I just look up to God, my creator, I say a few, and then if it's quiet, I sit down and be peaceful with myself and make sure my mind is still sharp. Mm-hmm. You know, because see, when you start thinking like that, you start going back hours and days, and, and don't you? you? You know, you start going back to see if you did it right. See? Right. And then, then you can check yourself, see? You check yourself, then when you get back to the house, make sure you got your journal. Always take notes on yourself, you know. And if you got your a good a good lady friend, you know, you let her know what's your vision for yourself, you know. You know, you have these kind of conversations. Is there something that I'm doing that I could do better to make our relationship better? Relationships are everything. I'm okay. I'm in the transition of uh, adulthood. Like I, I know a lot of things out here that y'all done grew up in. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard out here for us too. Like, it be some stuff where I be hearing some elders like, y'all don't know how, how it was back then or like it was harder back then or like, it's hard now and we got social media, all different type of other things that's going on that child didn't that we got. It's just like y'all got things that we didn't have. Yes, so sir. it's a learning thing, iron shopping iron. So we got to learn from y'all just like how y'all learn from us. And yes, it's the disconnection of like not not just speaking on it. You got to know when to speak. You got to know when to listen. All right. So let me elaborate on that because a lot of people these days, compared to how it was back then with y'all, a lot of people we don't have patience like how y'all had because we could pick up our phone in the incident, talk to somebody. Y'all y'all didn't have no cell phone, so y'all had to be patient about certain things. Y'all had to think things through. Y'all didn't just have instant, you know. Gratification. gratification, yes, yes, sir. You're right. So we got to be more patient because if we don't see something right there, we give up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. 
And some people paved the way so that you can have the luxury and the freedom that you have now. Like when you yeah. couldn't get on the bus and sit in the front, you get to the back of the bus. And if you didn't get to the back of the bus, you got your head kicked in. And things of that nature. Rosa Parks Boulevard, when Rosa Parks got on that bus, and that woman was tired carrying them groceries, man. The white man told her to get up and get to the back of the bus. She said, man, I am tired. I've been on my feet all day working. And I just left the store and I'm trying to get home. I'm not getting up off the street. See, those are the type of things that people don't know about. You know, Emmett Till. You know, it's things that, that, that went on with our folks. We haven't got over this trauma. And we can't say, poor, poor me. We're not having no pity party. I, I wasn't saying that, brother, I know you've been through some things. From, from 10 to 23, I know you've seen it all. You know, these kids in our neighborhood or compared to the kids over in Iraq and Iran, you're dealing with post-smack stress, brother. There's mental health running all through our neighborhood. Look at these kids. They up at the family dollar at the gas station, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, coming out of Holdemont apartments off of Wobbler and Holdemont, crossing all the way over into Wellston, sitting up there at the gas station, running up to people asking, can they get some change? They home, they want something to eat. That's not, that's not normal. So we have to change that. And the only way we can change that, we need some men in the neighborhood, like you just said. We need brothers out here helping these young brothers and, and teaching young men how to be gentlemen to these women. Because everybody out here, I got two beautiful granddaughters. Justin got two, three beautiful grandsons. We want these kids to have a chance to grow up and live in the city where they don't have to feel inferior or superior to no one because right. of the color of their skin. See, the system already has, as I shared, they have a plan for African-American young, black young men. And I don't know about the rest of you guys, but do not fall for their plan. Make your own plan and get someone that's with your vision and just make some good choices because we need you guys. Uh, being that y'all been transitioning into adulthood, each person for about two, three, maybe four years now. So what would you tell your 16-year-old self? Just focus on school, because school is basically going to get you ready for life, going to get you ready for adulthood. You know, you got the grades and all that. It would have made your flow from high school straight into college a lot easier, you know, just having a higher GPA. Most definitely. Um, I tell myself to plan ahead more, get used to planning ahead and, you know, basically getting yourself ready for that next step, period. Whether it may be a week ahead where you just planning stuff like getting a planner just writing stuff down that you need to be doing every day or creating a schedule like i tell myself to start on that early so i being you know what i'm saying now i gotta do that most definitely but if i would have known that then i'd be better off by now you know what i'm saying it would have built that. up because you started small yeah. like you saying like how you was gonna plan a week you would have yeah. got that's so good at planning a week you've been planning months and planning yeah. years and yeah just managing your time a whole lot better Yep. I would have told I would have told myself to take advantage of the position I was in because I went to a performing arts school. Not only that, but I had a spirit to grind or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I basically been working since I was like 12 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Doing little jobs here and there. I started working officially when I was 16 because that's how you how old you had to be to work or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So even with school and all of that, I get off of school, then go straight to work or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Being that I was living with my mama. That really could have been the time that I was stacking like crazy bread, you know what yep. I'm saying, or whatever. But I, I didn't really right. understand the importance of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like once you got bills and stuff, it's a lot harder to save and all of that. You know what I'm saying, and mm -hmm. all of that. But uh, say la vie. I also went to a performing arts school or whatever. You know what I'm saying. We we had we had like top notch teachers. 
a top-notch uh, auditorium. Uh, Central Visual Performing Arts. Yeah, yeah. I wish I, like, the teachers that was there, I wish I would have been more serious with my craft while I was there. I was serious, but I'm even more serious now. You know what I'm saying? I wish I was as serious as I am now back then and all that. I wish I took advantage of them teachers, all of that. You know what I'm saying? Pick their brains, like, what you know? What you know? What, what am I doing wrong? What, what, what can I do to become a better artist? You know what I'm saying? All of this stuff. So I wish I took better advantage of the position I was in. Uh, the last question I'm gonna hit y'all with: If y'all could control time, would y'all would y'all would y'all slow stuff down or speed it up? I would I would speed it up based on my beliefs. I would speed it uh-huh. up. <laughs> I feel that. I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> I, I say I say slow down, bro, because I I want more time. True. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I go back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a vision of where I'm trying to get, where I'm grinding, you know what I'm saying, to try to get to. And in that sense, I be wanting to speed stuff up so I can get there quicker. Mm-hmm. But life be happening so fast, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes I be like, yo, 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 slow down. So I, I be, right. be kind of, I'm kind of stuck in the middle with that joint. But, yeah, life uh, already happened fast enough. On me, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, life is like, like, a, life is like a, a breath, like, <laughs> bro, 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 like the like the weekend, bro. Like, 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 it's like you blinking. It's all. It's almost Monday again. Like, oh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you for uh, listening to another episode of Stitchcast Studio. If you're interested in listening to other podcasts, or if you're in between the ages of sixteen and twenty four, and would like to know how you can become a part of our Stitchcast, then you can go to storystitches.org. Uh, we don't just do podcasts. Uh, if you're if you're an instrumentalist. If you're an artist, if you're a photographer, we got a spot for you. So thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much to the guests for being here. And we out. Stitchcast Studio Season 2 in 2021 is sponsored by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund's three-year grant, 2020 to 2022, Arts and Education Council, PNC Grant, and Lust Corporations, the Charity Pot. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches.